Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, rain delays harvest and APAS puts out a wish list on farm issues for the federal election campaign. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. 5 millimeters of rain. Windies 20 and a high today of 13 degrees. The low 8. Tomorrow, periods of rain or drizzle, ending near noon, then cloudy skies, the high 14 for Thursday, the low plus 4. Friday, sunny, the high 20, the low 7. Saturday, partly cloudy, the high 22, the low 12. Sunday, cloudy, the high 23, the low 10. Monday, sunny, the high 24, the low 9. Tuesday, sunny, the high near 21. Normal high for this date is 19, the normal low is 4. The sun rose at 6.27 this morning. It sets at 7.23 tonight. And around the province, the hot spot is Yorkton at 14 degrees. The cold spot, Cypress Hills Provincial Park at 8 degrees. Estevan is 12. Saskatoon, 11. Swift Current and Weyburn, both 12. Yorkton, once again, the high spot for this province today, 14. In Regina, with light rain, it's 11, that's 52 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the east-southeast at 18. Humidity, 96%. The barometer rising, 102.5. Moose Jaw, light rain and fog for the third day in a row. Winds are from the southeast at 22, gusting to 33. Once again, Regina, light rain and 11, that's 52 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest, sell with the best, online at mcdougallauction.com. And brought to you by Edge Microactive, the new weapon against weed resistance. Visit gowancanada.com for more information. Regina area farmer Steve Eckel is the third and final winner of the 620 CKRM Country Cookout Meal for Harvest this fall. Eckel farms about 8 miles north of Regina and has about 2,000 acres of crop this year. He says rain has put a damper on combining. Well, it's soggy, but uh, we do have some barley and some lentils in the bin. Uh, we haven't touched the wheat or canola yet, but uh, the quality that came off so far does look pretty good. Uh, I don't think this rain is going to help us a lot with the quality, but uh, the yield seems not bad. Yeah, what was the yield? Can you give me any numbers? Uh, you know, lentils were in that 35 to 40 range. Um, barley is, is a malting barley, and, you know, it's a good average, you know, 75, 80 bushel barley it's you know too early to tell with the wheat but the wheat looks nice what are you hoping for with wheat well i mean more is always better like with anything but uh you know a 50 bushel would be nice we've got rain what what impact has it had on on uh, your harvest operation well i mean it's definitely downgraded some barley there's been some chitting in the malt barley already uh, some of the uh, swaths you know even some of it was sprouting uh and some guys uh, the, the, the wheat is getting bleached out. Uh, the lentils that came off now after this rain, uh, the, the samples I've been seeing from other guys are definitely uh, bleached and downgraded big time. 
So what grading are you expecting for, say, for the wheat? Uh, you know, I guess if the wheat wasn't overly mature and dry yet, it can handle a little bit of rain and it won't downgrade it as fast. Um, mine, I hate to say, was close maybe to being dry. So uh, maybe a three, I hope. Maybe feed, I guess. We'll have to wait and see. How much crops do you have left and when you hope to get back on the land? Well, we do. We got two inches of rain, uh, a little better than two inches of rain on the wheat west of Regina. And uh, we got an, over an inch here. So it was pretty wet going into this already. Um, you know, we're going to need four or five days of good, hot, dry weather with some wind to get back into it. It's It's been a struggle already uh, with getting trucks into the field. Uh, it's pretty soft. So we're, we're looking at mid next week for sure. Yeah, another week. And then how long till you wrap up if you got the good weather? You know, in uh, 10 days, I think we'd be wrapped up. If we had good weather for 10 days, we'd have it in the bin. Describe the growing season for me. Well, I mean, the growing season started off, uh, you know, awfully bleak looking. It was uh, awfully dry this spring. We've uh, June 20th was our first rain. We had an inch and four tenths on June 20th. And prior to that, we had four tenths uh, in April. So it was awfully dry. Last year was very dry. We went into seeding with no subsoil moisture virtually. Uh, germination was an issue. You know, we had lots of stuff come up patchy in stages. But, uh, you know, it started raining in June and things really did turn around fast. Surprisingly, the canola that we have swathed, you know, looks promising. And the wheat, you know, it all looks pretty promising. Like, it's, it's amazing. It did come around. Was there a lot of crop that didn't germinate and finally came up because of the rain? And so there's, you had a whole stages of maturity in the crop? Absolutely there was. Yeah, we, uh, that's kind of what we've been waiting for. The days are there, like the amount of days are there for the crop to be mature. It's not mature just because some of it is dead ripe, some of it is still green, and that's kind of what we're waiting for. You know, uh, you don't really want to swath it right now with the rain in the forecast, so we've kind of been holding out, but that did play a big factor into how many days the crops have been in the field. And finally, what about frost? Is that a big worry now, or is it late enough it's okay? Uh, the wheat would be okay. I guess I still have some canola that's on, you know, a little on the green side yet that it might affect. Yeah, I think a frost, you know, we would probably be okay on my farm, it'd probably be okay, but uh, there's a lot of guys out there that I think a frost would be pretty devastating, especially in the north part of the province. But the canola would be okay? Yeah, the canola would be fine, yeah. Steve Eckel farms about eight miles north of Regina. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degeman Industries. Look to Degeman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered, tough equipment on the market. And by YAC Auctions, the first name you should think of in the auction business. Call 782-5999. APAS has outlined five key farm issues for this fall's federal election campaign. Trudeau, Prime Minister Trudeau announced today, we're going to the polls. President Todd Lewis of APAS says farmers need improved farm risk management programs. We've uh, been under review for the business risk management programs, be it crop insurance or uh, agri-invest or agri-stability, uh, you know, are the three major ones that our producers are most familiar with. And we've been asking for improvements there. Uh, you know, certainly uh, agri-stability has a lot of issues. The coverage levels are very poor for, for many producers. Uh, you know, we've had some work done that uh, shows that uh, in the majority of uh, situations, canola down, you know, in the low $7 range, you know, 7 seven twenty to 720 a bushel, which would be, a, you know, disaster on, you know, way below break even on most farms. And that would begin to trigger an agri-stability payment. So, you know, agri-stability is something that's very predictable. And, you know, as we've seen this year, uh, you know, our canola prices are down, but it's not going to be enough to trigger an agri-stability payment. So, you know, the reference margin 
margins, we uh, want to get them back up to the old 85% level. You know, that uh, was certainly much more equitable and was more responsive to uh, situ- situations like uh, what we're facing right now. And, you know, so I think that uh, business management, of course, the province and the federal government need to agree. But, you know, we're asking the federal government, they need to play a leadership role in this. And if these are risk management programs, we uh, want something that's going to be usable when we are facing major risks like we are right now. So I think we want all parties to realize that there are problems with our current programming and we need to see some improvements. A second point that you've pointed out for the election campaign is protecting producers from trade injury. I take it you're thinking of things like China's reaction and ban on Canadian canola and uh, restrictions on other products. That's right. I think, uh, you know, the India situation is another example, or uh, even Durham wheat into Italy. Uh, these have all been uh, trade issues that we are currently seeing and uh, are affecting our commodity prices. And, you know, we've got a, a, one of our major trading partners, the U.S., are supporting their farmers, farmers and, uh, you know, that distorts the marketplace with uh, the huge influx of cash that they're giving to their producers. You know, things like farm machinery, uh, used machinery market, and things like that. It's all affected by uh, the U.S. and how their farmers are faring as well, and, and uh, when we're competing against those huge subsidies from the U.S. government, it's uh, something we need we need to look at recognition from our federal government and uh, to realize that, you know, it will also send a strong signal to uh, the people that are putting these uh, trade embargoes on our products that the Canadian uh, government is going to, uh, Canadian people are going to support their agriculture industries as, as well as any other industries that might get affected in trade wars like this that uh, really are no doing on uh, agriculture. There's no fault of agriculture. It's from things that happen far away from the farm gate. So I just, uh, you know, I think that's what uh, we're looking for is our all, all parties are uh, aware of it and, and we're hoping to see in their platforms uh, some recognition of this and, you know, we want to work with uh, the new government, whoever it is, to uh, speak about this issue and we think it's important going forward that it's recognized that when trade disruptions occur that we need to support the people that are affected by it. Another key area that you pointed out for the federal election campaign is rail infrastructure and performance. Yeah, I mean, I think we've seen some improvement in the railroad over the last number of years, but certainly uh, more transparency and so producers can understand what's going on within the rail system, I think, would be welcome. And uh, also uh, infrastructure, uh, certainly our Western Canadian ports at uh, Vancouver and Prince Rupert need improvement, you know, for both uh, capacity and uh, efficiencies there in those ports and uh, getting our grain to port and into export position. And certainly the, you know, uh, the Churchill situation, uh, you know, more money going to improvement to, uh, the, you know, the port of uh, Churchill too. I mean, that important catchment area in eastern Saskatchewan of uh, grain that can go up through, through Churchill. And, you know, we have a Saskatchewan company that's very highly involved with that AGT and and uh, we want to see that be supported and be uh, more and more successful. And it's a, it's a big opportunity for eastern Saskatchewan to move their grain at a cheaper rate. So uh, I think those issues, you know, at, uh, at the port, just improvements and federal dollars are going towards that. And uh, we want to make sure that the, that money's spent properly and does what's needed to get Canadian grain into a, into a better export position quicker and uh, more efficiently for our customers. Another issue you've pointed out, climate change. But you have been uh, on record as opposed to the carbon tax, but you want the federal government to look at this, whichever government is elected. That's right. I think carbon tax or carbon pricing, I think, is going to be part of uh, the party's platforms, and we want to know how they're going to treat agriculture. Uh, we need to see improvements in the current program. What the Liberal government has put forward, be it in exemptions or certainly more recognition for the important work that we have done and continue to do. You know, we said that the carbon tax really won't lower emissions in agriculture and will actually uh, leave less money in our pockets so we can improve our carbon footprint. So 
I think that's what we want to see from all parties is uh, how they're going to treat agriculture when it comes to carbon and carbon pricing. And the final issue is rural quality of life. What do you mean by this that you want the federal election campaign to discuss? Uh, a lot of it's infrastructure uh, issues, uh, certainly uh, be it internet or uh, you know just uh, connectivity to internet and you know, cell phone coverage. It's, it's important. A lot of that money has been earmarked from the federal government. Uh, we want to make sure Saskatchewan gets their fair share of it. Uh, you know, we have uh, half, close to half the arable land in the country, and uh, modern agriculture needs to be connected to the world through, uh, you know, the internet and cell service. And so we want to make sure that those improvements continue to come along and from uh, both uh, SASTEL and other, other carriers that they're able to access that money and uh, improve their systems. Todd Lewis is the president of APAS. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. And brought to you by Hicks Seed in Moss Bank. If you have the need for feed, call Hicks Seed. Grain prices were mixed in early trading today. Viterra's prices for canola dropped 70 cents at 397.06. Oats gained 427 at 176.13. Number one red spring wheat rose 66 cents at 194.27. The rest were all unchanged. Durham 239.51. Feed barley 157.63. Flax 475.56. Yellow peas 213 dollars 47 cents. Feed wheat 164.52. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, December wheat is down one and a half cents at 502 and a quarter cent a bushel. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-4180 or Weyburn 842-4574. Good afternoon. This is the Yorkton Heartland Livestock Market Report for Wednesday, September the 11th. A fairly good run here today. 1830 in the sort, 320 cows and bulls, a total of 2150 for the day. This pre-sort seems to be a little under pressure on all classes of cattle. D1, D2 cows, 80 to 90, sales to 92, 93, D3 cows, 70 to 80. Cows are averaging 82, 75. Good bulls, 102 to 112, sales to 114, 115. The bulls are averaging 106.50. On to the pre-sort sale. Here's some highlights. On... 425 pound black steers, 234. 500 pound steers at 226. 575 pound steers also at 226. 650 pound tan steers, 215. My favorite pen. These are good tan steers. You can't make them better than that. These are awesome looking calves. 710 pound tan steers at 206. 785 pound calves at 197. And on to the yearling. Steers, 850-pound yearling steers, 186, 950-pound yearling steers, 173, and 1,075-pound yearling steers at 157. On to the heifer side, 425-pound heifers, 201, 500-pounders, 188, 575-pound heifers, 185, 650-pound heifers, 177, and on to the yearling heifers, 750-pound yearling heifers at 173, 850-pound yearling heifers at 167. We have a pre-sort here every Wednesday from now on. This Friday, September the 13th, sheep, lamb, goat sale. Sale starts at 11 o'clock this Friday. We're receiving on Thursday from 12 to 8. We have a new household name, Bianca, she the north. I like that name. That's it for this week at Heartland Yorkton. I'm Harvey Exner. Have a good day.
Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices for SIG 5 TCP BP2, it's $134.49 per CKG. For BP4 TCP4, the price $150.95 per 100 kilograms. The outlook today, 5 millimeters of rain, windies 20, the high 13, the low 8. Tomorrow, rain or drizzle ending near noon, then cloudy and a high of 14, the low 4. In Regina, light rain and 11, that's 52 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.